This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, good morning, Horse World. Glenn here. And as you probably have figured out, we are off on vacation this week. But we have some uh, fun episodes from the past for you. And today is a very special treat for all of you Heartland fans. You new listeners may not know that back in May 19th of 2017, we had Amber Marshall on, of course, Heartland's main character, and we had a chat with her. So uh, let's take a listen to that today. Uh, and we this was a Friday episode, so there was some really bad ads and some Preakness picks because the Preakness was coming up, unlike this year. And I just thought you might take uh, enjoy a listen back for all of you Heartland fans to Amber Marshall's interview that we did. So here it is from 2017. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings from Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network from May 19th, episode 1701. That's 1,701. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. It's Friday. When I get off of work on Friday. Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in the Morning. That's right. It is everybody's favorite day of the week. And we also want to make sure that we welcome any new fans coming in from Heartland. Uh, there's a certain little interview coming up here in a few minutes that I think they're all tuning in for. And we welcome you guys. If it's your first time to Horses in the Morning, we are the most popular live morning radio show for horse lovers worldwide. We're here five days a week, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And we've been doing this now. I look it up. We're going on our and ending our seventh year, Jamie. We've been doing no, this it's a crazy. long time. Seventeen hundred episodes. And you, like my husband said, you got a radio show that's going to talk about horses. What are you going to talk about after a week? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we are. Seven years later, baby. Seven years later, we still haven't run out of things to talk about. <laughs> you can listen, obviously, if you're listening now, you, uh, live or recorded. You know how to listen, but I wanted to tell you about all the ways you can listen to our show. You can listen on horsesinthemorning.com, horseradionetwork.com, any podcast player, and also that one of the best ways to listen is our Horse Radio Network app. I saw a bunch of you downloaded the app yesterday, so welcome there. It's iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network. It's the simplest and easiest way to listen to any of our shows. We have 13 different shows now on the Horse Radio Network about all things horses. If you're interested in anything horse, you're going to find a show for you. So we're happy that you're stopping by. Jennifer is our producer, and she tells us what's going to go on every single day. Coming up on today's Kentucky Performance Products Freestyle Friday edition, we are going to leap from the gate enthusiastically, I might add, because we're going to have a visit with the CBC hit TV show Heartland star, Amber Marshall. And then after the break, it's time once again for Really Bad Ads, where our dedicated listeners submit cleverly written, completely corny, or unnecessarily comprehensive ads that they have found on the internet. And then every Friday, our captivating co-hosts turn them into the most laugh-inducing 17 to 20 minutes of podcasting you're ever going to encounter. And then just before the credits roll, we are all going to pick the Preakness gems 
that we want to wear the second crown of the triple crown. Pretty much. If we're picking it, it's not going to win. That's no. right. So just, yep. There bet, you go. Bet opposite us and you'll do fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Jennifer. We're looking forward. We have a fun show planned for you today. We always start off the day with our Daily Winnies. Well, my Daily Winnie goes out to one of our listeners and auditors and by the name of Lindsay Helmuth. She is getting married this weekend. So congratulations, Lindsay and Reed. I think she wrote to me, we were t- chatting earlier in the week, and I, she was talking about having to clean up her horse. So I think that she is attempting to have her horse in the wedding. And, good luck, uh, sister. Yeah, good luck with that. We all we we've covered many a story here on the show about horses and weddings that didn't go well. However, you know there are some that do. So, like uh, the person we're going to talk to used horses in her wedding. Amber did. So we'll find out if it worked out for her. Very good, Jamie. <laughs> it is. It's your, yeah, we're going to learn all about that. It's your turn. As I sit here uncomfortably, I have to give my daily Winnie out to my new little rescue pony. Uh, Those who know my three-year-old named her. And so her name is Precious Magic Gallup Jennings. And uh, Magic for short, we call her. But my three-year-old child named her. And uh, for new listeners, she's the pony I adopted from my advanced class at Flag is Up Farm, where I'm working towards becoming the Monty Roberts Certified Trainer. So um, I would like to thank Magic for indeed reminding me that you are still wild. Uh-oh. And I, I've <laughs> got happens? the bruises, the bruises and the pain to prove it. Uh-oh. The problem is this pony is like super quiet. She's like, no big deal. I pony her with Zeus, my Mustang, and we go all around the neighborhood. And everything's fine. And so she sucked me in, Glenn. Uh-oh. She tricked me into thinking, I just, I don't know. You get around your own horses, then you have one that was fairly untouched you know that you've worked on a little bit but oh and they're I, so cute and little at 12 and, and a half so hands tiny. and adorable. she's tiny what, and she's cute what and can she's a 12 so and a half innocent. hand pony do what's the what, what could possibly <laughs> go wrong well um i remember that courtney one of the instructors at monty's they 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 dewormed all the horses and and so they came, courtney came to me and was like well we dewormed your pony didn't go very well. And that's all I heard. <laughs> all I heard. So I was like, whatever. So I don't know. She sucked me in. I walked into the stall. You know, she's got her fly mask on. I wrap my right arm around her nose and I go to just put the dewormer in her mouth. No big deal. That little monster rears straight up in the air. Okay, I'm on her left side, turns to the left, slams me up against the wall, oh, totally man. like obliterates me. Ugh. And just, and, and, and I was like, what on earth just happened? Uh, yeah, they're fast, aren't they, ponies? <laughs> oh, so that was actually Wednesday afternoon. So I will continue to tell you that yesterday she willingly accepted dewormer. I had to go a little bit against my style and treat trainer <laughs> I was like a little <laughs> bit, a little bit Mary. Yeah, Monty's not on... a big believer in treat trainer. No, yeah. 
But basically, I couldn't get the dewormer anywhere near her, like the just a tube. And it was an empty tube, and I put syrup in it, and I put applesauce in it, and but you couldn't get a tube anywhere near her. So I started walking up and putting my arm around her, like hugging her face like I was going to hold it, and then putting a treat in my hand with the tube right next to it. And that did not go well the first 47 times, but the next... 427 times she was eating a treat out of my hand when I would put the arm around her. And then yesterday afternoon, I plugged her with it and then I gave her a treat and she was like, what, what, what just happened? That tastes really bad. Oh, a treat. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is funny because she came from an abandonment situation pretty much. I wouldn't think she would have ever had a worm in her mouth. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. it was. I think it's just she's just very she's a little mare, man. She just gets really opinionated on what she appreciates and what she approves of and what she does not. And if she does not know it, she does not approve. I got to tell you, and that's I'm not a mare sure. thing. I have a little hackney scooter <laughs> pony that uh, it feels the same way. I think that's more of a pony thing than a it's mare a gelding thing. thing. Yeah, I've never had a pony really, so this is oh, my welcome first- to my world. Welcome to the world of ponies. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you black and blue? Uh, I cannot lift my right arm further than my shoulder. <laughs> but it's getting better because I couldn't lift it past my hip. So <laughs> much improved. Much improved. Chad's like, what? My husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, just leave me alone. I got it. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, you're taking these classes over at Monty Roberts' place. And uh, I just wanted to mention for everybody that we have his radio show, Debbie Laux. His daughter does a radio show called Horsemanship Radio here on the Horse Radio Network. So you can take a listen to that if, you know, uh, well, speaking of our, our guest is coming up here in just a second. You know, they talk a lot about join up on the show, Heartland. And, uh, you know, you're over there doing it at Monty's Farm, which is really cool. It's a lot of fun. Well, we're going to take a break for our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. Without Kentucky Performance Products, this show would not be here. They were our first sponsor when we started way back seven years ago. They're still with us every Friday. And then right after the commercial, guess what? We're going to have a little interview for all of you. We'll be right back. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, Heartland is the longest-running one-hour scripted drama in the history of Canadian television. It ties 7th Heaven for this season for the longest-running one-hour family drama in North American television history. Heartland started filming season 11 
May 9th. It's going to premiere in Canada on the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the CBC, in late September or early October. And you know what? If we're going to talk to somebody about Heartland, let's go right to it. Let's talk to the star, Amber Marshall, Amy Fleming from Heartland. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me on the air. Oh, my gosh. Can I just like (laughs) just for a second geek out? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm such a fan. <laughs> well, I just that's had great to. to hear, it. and that's that's the reason that we're going into our 11th season because there's so many people that have been so faithful to the show over the last decade, and I think that's one of the most incredible parts of being part of the show is the fact that there have been kids that have grown up with me and grown up with the show, and that's just to think back that you know someone in their their teens was only five years old when the show began is something quite magical in itself. Well, you were in your teens when the show started and now you're in your twenties. So we've done the math. Yeah. So now here's the deal, (laughs) Amber, tons of our listeners are massive fans. However, a large percentage of our listeners don't have access to season nine, 10, and now you're going to have 11. So what we're going to aim to do here is a completely spoiler free interview because I have screwed up in the past and I said, oh my gosh, well then that thing happened with Lou and then that thing with Caleb and then, and then I get, I get hate mail. Some angry listeners. Yes. It's funny. We always have to uh, give spoiler alerts when we put social media up too, because there's a lot of people that they don't want to read it. They don't want to know. They want to watch it as it comes on. And if they find out things that happen in the future, they get quite upset. Um, yeah, I had to unfollow you on Instagram because like <laughs> I totally was hearing everything. <laughs> now here's yep. the deal. I, I I know because of your Instagram that you got married in real life. I did. I did. And almost you, four years ago now. <laughs> isn't that crazy? You had hor- I I guess it four years ago, you know, I'm still behind on everything because we're in America and we don't get the CBC, but uh you got married and I just wanted to talk just for a second about your wedding because you had horses in your wedding, your own horse. Of course I did. Yeah, that was always my dream. I never really thought about how my wedding would go when I was a kid. I wasn't one of those people that planned everything out, but I always knew that I wanted to have animals involved. And soon as we moved on to the ranch, I thought, you know what, how perfect would it be just to have the wedding here and be able to include as many of the animals as we could. And our dogs were in the bridal party. We had, I rode in on my uh, horse and we both rode out on horses and our flower girl and ring bear rode in on ponies. And it was just, it was something that was so me. And I think that that, that really kind of sparked some interest and so I won't give too much away for those Heartland followers but we have I'm sure most of them have seen the Amy and Ty wedding no because that was not all of them really Really? not all of them yeah well I'll just say that (laughs) that um our our head writer Heather Conkey attended my wedding and was sitting there with a notepad (laughs) (gasps) and was like, Oh yeah, this is great stuff. I can really see some of this happening in heartland. So it's funny how life imitates art and art imitates life. And sometimes the two worlds really just collide. Well, that's what's so cool about your role in heartland is you're basically from what I understand, you're playing yourself. And I mean, the weddings Mm -hmm. happened almost at the same time, you know, or yours, actual wedding happened before you and Ty and oh my gosh, it's just, 
art imitates life, like you said. Yeah. Now we had we had Heather on. We had Heather on and we did talk to her and uh, she told us pretty much that you are the exact person that you are in the show. So it does not surprise me that she was taking notes at your wedding. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's something that is great for the show too, because I'm training for my role every day that I'm just being me. So I think that's helped to give the show its longevity is that there's always new stories and fresh ideas because I'm living that life so I can go back and say, Hey, Heather, have you thought about this? Or this would be kind of cool. Or you're never going to guess what happened on the weekend. And then sometimes I don't even know it, but then a later episode will show up and there's that story. So it's kind of neat to be able to live the life and work the life at the same time. Well, I have a That's question. exactly how we do this show. Glenn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> my week, I'm like, Oh my God, my horse bucked me. Out. I got to tell you all about it. You know? But that's exactly how <laughs> well, this show has lasted six years as well. So well, I got to ask you though, because of that, did it make it harder when you actually had to go in and play a role like Elizabeth smart? No, because that was, that was more than a decade ago. And yeah. that was prior okay. to, to Heartland. Yeah. And so I was just a horse girl. You know, I had a lot going on when I was a kid and growing up, just like everybody else does. So I was also involved in a lot of different theater and acting opportunities. So as an actor, you know, you can play any type of role, really. Right. That's sort of the, that's the job. Right. <laughs> so, so I wouldn't say that it made it any harder. Um, this definitely makes my job easier. The fact that I am playing very close to myself because I do have all that experience behind me. And when certain lines of dialogue come up that don't really make sense to me, I think, well, if they don't make sense to me, then they're not going to really make sense to our horse audience. So sometimes I'll go back and say, okay, I can see what you're trying to get across here, but can we say it in a different way that's a little more horsey, that makes a little more sense to our our equine audience? And then usually they say, oh yeah, of course, because most of our writers uh, are not horse people. They do a lot of research and they hear different stories from us and the wranglers on the show that inspire different stories, but they don't ride. They don't go out and take care of their horses every day. So that's where I kind of come in and say, okay, guys, I love this story, but let's tweak it a little bit so that it makes more sense to those who do have horses and understand this whole way of life. Gotcha. Now, getting back to your husband, does he love animals as much as you or is he like like my husband who's like, okay, that's enough. No more animals. That's it. Yeah, but I have heard those exact words out of his mouth before, <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that that's why I married him is because he is such an animal lover. And I met him at a horse trade show, uh, an event in London, Ontario, where we both happened to be born. And I just right away, there was a connection on sort of that horse level. You know, when you meet someone and you can talk and you guys know that too, you can talk about horses with them and you can throw ideas back and forth and say, oh yeah, that's really cool. And, and so then we talked about the West and where I live and he says, yeah, I've always wanted to, to move out to Alberta. It's just such a cool place. And uh, everything I love to do is so accessible. The mountains, riding, hiking, hunting, all those things are, are right here. So we just kind of started a little bit of a long distance thing because I was still working on Heartland. And then he would come out and visit quite often. And then pretty soon things got a little more serious and he decided to, to move out to Alberta. So that's kind of wow. how that happened. And 
that was close to, well, seven and a half years ago. Wow. So he's been out here for a while. And yeah, he, he loves the horses just as much as I do. And, and that's what's great, too, is being able to jump on and go for a ride with your husband and head off to the mountains and spend a day out having a picnic with the horses and the dogs. And that kind of lifestyle to me is what I always wanted. And prior to Sean, I'd always dated, I hate to use this term, but city guys. And they never wanted to go for a ride with me. And they didn't know how to hook up a truck and trailer and come and grab me and the horses and, and go out for the day. So when I met Sean, I remember the first time he came out to visit, I woke up in the morning and the horses were loaded in the truck and trailer. And he was honking the horn, come on, let's get out to the mountains. The day's young. And I went, wow, I love this guy. This is so cool. <laughs> He's a keeper. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just an experience that I'd never had before because I was always the one that would go and get things ready. And if I wanted my partner to come for a ride, then I'd be packing up both horses and hooking up the truck and trailer and picking them up. And it just, it was such a different experience for it's me. It's exhausting. Right yeah, this is yeah. what I want. Well, I do love it. Um, I still like. No, it's exhausting when you have to do everything for your partner. It's like. Okay, yeah, gotta go get the I, horse, groom the horse, that. tack him up, load him up, do all that stuff. Yeah, I I finally trained my husband to tack up. I got you. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, no, <laughs> it definitely it definitely helps, and it's not just the fact that I was doing it all. It was more the fact that they didn't have an interest in it. So yeah. as I was doing it, it wasn't like oh I'm going to do this and they're going to be so excited to join me. It was like oh I'm doing this just because I want to spend time with them, and they don't really care about the horses. And so that was the big eye opener was that I thought, you know what, I have to be with someone that gets just as much enjoyment out of this as I do. Yeah. And you guys compete together, right? Yeah, we team rope together. Um, that's always fun because it definitely is. It's one of those things if you can build something with your husband and not be bickering the whole time, that's amazing. And if you can team rope with your husband and not get upset with each other, if one of you misses, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, that's been really great. And, uh, we have a lot of fun with it. We just, we just do it for fun. And, um, I wouldn't really, I use compete lightly cause we don't really compete. Uh, we go in the odd jackpot here and there just for fun. Uh, but it's mostly spending time with our friends in the area and getting together and just doing something that we all enjoy and brings us together after a hard day's work. I was imagining, uh, I'm an inventor and I was imagining myself sitting, uh, you know, waiting for show jumping. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, forget it. You can all go home. Amy's here. You know, like, you're about <laughs> to get your butt kicked by Amy Fleming, you know, obviously Amber Marshall, but I could totally imagine that happening. Like everybody going, oh, just go home. The horse whisperer is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I've heard that before for sure. And the funny thing is, is, we always joke that my character can do everything, right? She is the miracle girl. And if she wants to show jump, if she wants to event, if she wants team rope, heck, if she wanted to bulldog, she would probably kick everybody's butt. And I always look back and I say, wow, this is quite an amazing girl that I have to kind of live up to. <laughs> That's always the case, too. When I show up, I'm like, guys, I'm not Amy Fleming. She is the miracle girl and she can do anything, but that's all written for her and that's scripted. So I'm sorry, but I'm not going to wow you with all of my horse <laughs> abilities. I'm just here like you guys are. 
<laughs> I have stunt riders. Okay. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> now we did um, have a couple listener questions. Well, actually I said uh, that you were coming on and then I, I said, if you guys have any questions for her and like Doreen summed it up with the perfect listener question. Okay, here it is. Oh my God. That is awesome. I want to hear all about her life growing up with horses and all the animals that she's had on her farm and how much riding on the show does she do herself? And also does she and Ty hang on? <laughs> it's like, that's exactly all of our people just wanted to hear who you are because we've seen the, 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 the miracle girl on set and just to hear about you. One of the, one of the common questions, obviously, and you've probably answered it more times than you care to count. Um, everybody wants to know if you and Ty are friends in real life. Well, I think I would be friends with everyone that I work with because we work so intimately. And I think a lot of people don't realize how many hours we put in together. Because that's a question I get a ton of. Do you hang out with the cast off set? Like we I can't don't help know it. If they realize that we spend 15 hours a day together every day. So my answer to that is no, not usually. Because after 15 hours of spending with someone, you kind of want to go home to your friends and family outside the industry. Um, but yes, we're all friends. I'm good friends with Graham and Michelle and Sean Johnson, who plays Grandpa Jack and Alicia. And the one cool thing is, for those of you who have gotten far enough to see the character Georgie, Georgie has been an incredible addition to the Heartland cast. And one thing her. that's really cool is that she herself has horses and shows. And she's more in the English world. And I think that that brings such a great contrast to the show because the more she learns on her own off the show, she brings her experience to Heartland. And this season especially, and this isn't really giving any spoiler, but we're really focusing on show jumping. And so to be able to see Georgie and Alicia, the character, or the actress who plays the character, just light up and excel in something that she really, really loves has been really cool. And so both Amy and Georgie are working with um, some show jumpers. So that's kind of neat for this year. And, and we try to switch it up every year so that it's the main story is something different. Uh, last year, we did a lot of trick riding, Roman riding. And this year, it's really focusing on the show jumping. So as you can imagine, over 11 years, there's a lot of different horse stories that have been covered. So we try to keep it fresh and do something alternating every year. So it's not just Western riding. It's not just English. It's not a specific discipline. It's just kind of a little mash of everything. And as long as you can do it all, too, (laughs) (laughs) as long as Mallory isn't show jumping Spartan ever again. Oh, I know. Wasn't that a disaster? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no okay well, so that actually so that actually reminds me of um that not only are the characters like the human characters great at everything but the horse characters and so many people say to me wow spartan's the most amazing horse like he can do everything there's a five and of them. <laughs> I, there's there's more than 30 now actually wow <laughs> but really that, that's that's the thing is that these horses, like this character is created to be such a magical character. And when Spartan needs to jump, we bring in a jumping Spartan. When Spartan needs to rope, we bring in a roping Spartan. When Spartan <laughs> needs to do Liberty, we bring in a Liberty Spartan. So, yes, the character Spartan is absolutely incredible, but we wouldn't want to put that much pressure onto one specific horse. Because, again, working 14, 15 hours a day, that horse 
would be so worn out that it just wouldn't be fair to him. So we have had multiple Spartans over the years, but I, I will say that the one that we use the most is named Stormy. And he has been the same horse since the beginning. And we use him for all the easy stuff, like when he's sitting in a stall looking pretty. Those are his favorite things to do. He just likes to <laughs> hang out on set. Or if we're just standing on a mark really close to camera, that's his forte. He loves just being with all the people and hanging out. But the horse himself, he's 16 or 17 now because he's grown up with the show. And um, he's got bad knees, so we don't ask him to do anything, right? He doesn't have to run. He doesn't have to perform in any way other than to look handsome and stand there and be a chilled out dude. So there are lots of different horses, but uh, we stick with him for all the close-ups, I like to say. How long does it, how many months does it, or weeks or whatever, does it take to film a season? Uh, We film from May until December. So it's about seven months um, per season. And that's working Monday to Friday. Is, does your show take longer because of the horses than a sitcom and a set would? Yes, definitely. And not oh, only yeah. because of the horses, but because of the exteriors. A lot of people don't think about weather. They don't think about, mm. we have to stop every time an airplane flies over because the sound wrecks <laughs> the shot. So there's so many factors that people, when they come and watch, they're like, why is everyone just standing around? Like, oh, there's an airplane flying over. We all have to just wait until it flies over. And then there's been a few um, local pilots that uh, have taken to tour around and see Heartland from above. Uh, and of course, those are even louder than big jumbo jets. And we have to sit and watch them circle us until finally someone uh, decides to call into the local airport and say, can you get that guy out of here, please? You have a no-fly zone well, over your set. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So there's a lot of factors that play a role in how long our day is. And another thing is the clouds. When you're filming a scene, it might take two, three hours to film one minute of so 60 seconds of on-screen television. And so within that two hours, the sun changes a lot. The clouds come over. It could be cloudy, then sunny, then cloudy, then sunny. And so we have to keep a consistent look. Otherwise, when you're watching it, if it was sunny on my close-up and shady on Ty's close-up, it wouldn't look right. It would just take you out of it. So we actually have to match all of the, the lighting as well. So if a cloud rolls in, we either have to decide to wait until the cloud moves or we have to bring in big overhead lighting to simulate the sun. And a lot of times, by the time they finally set up the lighting, the cloud moves and the sun's back. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lot involved. And really, they always say it's a kind of a hurry up and wait game. But it's so true because it's like, okay, the sun's out. Go, 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 get in position. And the cloud moved in. Okay, everybody wait for 20 minutes. Okay, go, 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 the sun's out. So it's, it's kind of an interesting occupation that we have. And uh, different from anything else. And as you said, a studio show wouldn't have any of those. Yeah, right. They can control the lighting. They control the weather. They control the sound. And so I wouldn't say that it's the horses necessarily that cost us our time in a day. It's more of the element of just nature. Well, then I think you guys should make more than the Big Bang guys at a million dollars an episode. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm, I think you should I'm do. putting it out there right now, Amber. I'm throwing it out. <laughs> right. I'm feeling you. <laughs> <laughs> She's in. Now, Amber, one thing, uh, we did have a question from Joy. She wanted to know, because this really surprised me in the show, too. 
you can sing. What's your musical background? Yeah, I when I was a kid, I was a very dramatic child. And I was always putting on songs and dances and plays for my parents at a very young age. And when I was five years old, they decided to, there was uh, a sign up on our street, music lessons, singing lessons, piano lessons. And so they thought, well, she's always singing around the house and she's always off key. So we better take her down here. (laughs) And so I started taking singing lessons when I was about five um, from this woman down the road. And I loved it. I, I would just go around singing around the house all the time. And then as I got older, I think that whole self-confidence thing kicked in and I didn't want to sing anymore. I was like, no, I just, I don't like being put on a stage and everyone looking at me. Oh, well, look yeah. what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out real well. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then when I was on the show, Heather, our writer said, you know, would you want to sing on the show? Like you have such a pretty voice. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then we got talking and I said, I get confidence from other people singing with me. So she's Grandpa like, oh, Jack. what if we paired you with Grandpa Jack? And I was like, that would be <laughs> awesome. And Sean Johnson and I just love collaborating and singing together. And he's such a talented songwriter and guitar player. And so a lot of times we would just jam for fun on a lunch break. He'd bring his guitar and we'd sit there and just kind of make up songs and, and play old favorites and that sort of thing. And, and so, yeah, it's just kind of become a, a recurring arc for my character is that, yeah, she, she has this kind of musical background that comes out every once in a while. I'm so glad to hear you say that about Sean Johnston, because I feel like he is the grandpa that everybody wants to have. And it sounds like he, he's that guy. He is that guy. And it's, it's really, I think that one of the things that has made this show go on as long as it has is the fact that all of the actors and crew on the show have such a deep connection with each other and we genuinely enjoy each other. And that's really cool to be able to say at lunchtime, yeah, like, okay, I'll grab my lunch quick and then we can sit and jam and chat about different things. And, and that's something that I don't think most sets have just in, in friends in the business that I've talked with, they say, Oh yeah. As soon as lunch comes, everybody hides in their trailer. They don't want to see each other. And I think that would be quite a shame if, and that probably the show wouldn't have lasted as long as it has, because if the actors don't have that connection off screen, it's really hard to portray a a passion and love on screen. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes us look like a real family is that we do genuinely care about each other and we have similar interests and we share stories and we laugh and we sing together and all of those things that have really brought the cast closer together brings the characters on screen closer together. Absolutely. It does. And and you can see that. I do have to tell you that watching uh, Sean and grandpa Jack talk about maybe fostering um, Georgie, my husband and I are in the process of adopting a child now. And to see that, like you were saying, art imitates life. There's so many of our listeners and so me so many times that what I've seen is something either I'm going through or I've been through. And the fact that you guys can all get to live that together. It's nice to know that you also have a little bit of input when you can say, Heather, this is how my wedding was. I, maybe you can get some ideas or this is how, you know, you and grandpa Jack are over hanging out, playing guitar at lunch break. Let's put that into the show. Uh, Do you have of this question comes from Jacqueline. Do you have a favorite episode? 
Oh, I always go back to the Liberty work in season five, because Mm -hmm. that was my very favorite horse work to do. And I was able, when I found out that there was going to be a lot of Liberty work throughout that season, because that was kind of our, I talked earlier about having different horse disciplines throughout the year. And when Mm -hmm. I found out it was going to be Liberty, I went, oh, this is so amazing. And I called up my friend, Nikki Flandra, who is an excellent horse trainer and Liberty stunt girl. And we use her horses on the show. And I said, can I get some lessons? Like, I would love to be able to do as much of this as I can because it's so magical. And it just, it would bring such a fresh element to the show if they can actually see me doing all this stuff. And so she said, yeah, for sure. So I went out and spent a couple weekends with her and her horses, got to know them really well, learned all her cues. And I was able to do the majority of that Liberty work for the whole season. And so then in the very last episode, it was the Dark Horse audition. and it to me, was almost like I was sharing all my experiences from that year with the cast and crew. And so so it was kind of a neat moment for me because I was able to do it all myself and there was lights and like it was a very dramatic setup. And so it just seemed like I was putting on a play or putting on a performance to all my friends, basically. And to be able to do that all myself with those horses was really rewarding to me not only as an actor but as a horse person as well i think think it came off on screen that way too because the way that they were watching you it was like they're like watching you do something for the first time in front of them it was really neat well and sean johnson grandpa jack actually said that to me after he says you know i was so proud of you when i was watching and he's like it was really neat to see because most of the year i had been filming without them when i was training the horses and all of that um, on the show, none of the other cast members were around because in the story, Amy was kind of doing this in private. And so it really was the first time that most of them had seen me perform this Liberty work. So I think that that was really neat on both ends. And it brought that realism to the show because yeah, they were, they were proud when they were watching. And I, I just felt so excited to be able to share everything I'd learned with, with everyone that I care about. That's awesome. Well, it's just amazing. Amber, I think, too, our listeners have a kind of a... Because we talk about the whole horse whisperer thing, and we we have Monty Roberts, his daughter, does the show for the Monty Roberts organization on our network. And and actually, Jamie is training now to be a Monty Roberts instructor. So well, I th- and, Glenn, that's what I was going to tell her, too, was I just completed the advanced course in my steps to become the Monty Roberts certified trainer. And I was with eight other students from completely all around the world. And that one who was in the course from South Africa and one who was in the course from Switzerland both learned about Join Up and Monty from Heartland. No way. Dude. That's so cool. To- Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We were going around talking. Special. Yeah, is that people will write to me and say, you know, I always had a fear of horses and I never, I I liked them and I liked the idea of them, but they kind of scared me. And after watching Heartland, I finally got the courage to go and ride a horse. And I think hearing that is so special to me. And I've got a quick little story. My my grandmother, who's 84 this year, uh, she always thought about riding a horse, but had never done it. And on her 80th birthday, she started taking horseback riding lessons for the very first time. She'd never been on a horse in her whole life. And after watching me and the show, she said, you know what? I'm just going to do this. 
And so that's a testament to all of you people, because I have people in their 30s who tell me, oh, I'm too old to, to learn how to ride. Like, I've never done it before. And I say, you know what? If my 80-year-old grandmother can get on a horse for the first time, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can handle it. And so that's just something to show you guys that it's, it doesn't matter how old you are. And if you have a little bit of a fear, just go and break into it easy and find someone who can teach you properly, who has a nice bomb-proof horse that isn't going to give you a, a scare the first time, and uh, and then go from there. But there's such a, a magical animal, and I think that everyone should have the opportunity to have been around them at least once in their life. All right. I'm going to totally use that. I'm going to say uh, Amber Marshall's 80-year-old grandma, because I teach riding lessons too. <laughs> Amber Marshall's 80-year-old yeah, grandmother rides horses. Okay. So what's your excuse? Well, and the thing is, too, is it's not that she rode all her life. Like that was right. the first time she got on a horse. That's incredible. It's different, I think, if, you're, if you've been barrel racing your whole life and then you're still riding in your 80s. But to get on a horse for the first time in your 80s, is, is, that's pretty, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Amber, I know we're running out of time. I just wanted to say I'm a pony guy. So I look at the, I'm on ambermarshall.com, which everybody should visit. I want to talk uh-huh. about, about your magazine and your store here real quick before we go. And I love all your quarter horses, but I'm a pony guy. So Talon and Screech uh, are calling to me here. Awesome. I, I don't care about <laughs> all your other animals. Talon and Screech are the cutest things ever. They are. And, and that's one of the reasons that I have them is for their cute factor. Every time I, I look outside, they just put a smile on my face. And as most of you pony owners know, uh, they have quite the character. Yeah. And they're always getting into mischief. And yeah. it's just, they, they always bring a smile to my face. I, have I a- thought he was going to talk about Sugarfoot. I have a hackney pony and you're exactly right. Every time our hackney pony causes trouble, which is pretty much 24 times a day, uh, we look at Mm -hmm. him and say, it's good. He's so cute because that's the only reason he's staying. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, tell us about the magazine. Is this your own deal? Yes. So, you know, I have so many stories and events that happen on a daily basis that just make me laugh. And I figured if I can share some of these things with those people around the world that love animals and appreciate farm living as much as I do, then that would be great. And and the idea came up about a magazine, uh, I think it was about five years ago now. And I thought that's a great way for me to be able to share these stories and pictures that I take with anyone who wants to to see them because I was using social media quite a lot, which I still do. I post on Instagram every day, um, different animal photos and things that are happening on the farm. Uh, But it was just a, it was a nice outlet to be able for me to get into my creative writing style because I loved that in high school, creative writing was always my favorite subject. And I just, I still have that passion. So I thought here's an outlet for me to be able to tell my stories and post my pictures in something that people can keep and, and read through and, and just be able to, to share that with people around the world. So that's when I started that. And it's, it's been, yeah, really well received. And I still love doing it. It's always one of those things that I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great story for the magazine. And, uh, and it's nice to be able to share stories from set, too. We have an on-set feature where I talk with different people and cast members and, and crew members. And it's, it's just kind of cool to be able to share that. And That's you can so f- great. You can find that at ambermarshall.com. She also has products there. She has a pet line, calendars, jewelry. You're you're doing everything. 
<laughs> I always have been a very busy person and I, I wouldn't say I get bored with one thing easily, but I like to have a lot on my plate. That's just how I've always been. So I find, you know what, the more things I can get into and experience, then I can decide from there what it is I want to focus on. But the whole focusing on one thing never really happened. I just, <laughs> I just always <laughs> like to explore all different things. And that's why I have a, a menagerie of different animals because I, I enjoy every one of them for a different reason. And you have that big rescue heart too. And, and you guys are very charitable, you and your husband both. So I, I got, we, we have got to let you go. I know we've taken up way more of your time than we were supposed to, but I just talking to you, I, it's pretty much determined now. We're definitely best friends. So <laughs> of course I thought so right away. That was- <laughs> <laughs> and that's my ringtone. Glenn, cut that out for me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> Uh, Amber Marshall from Heartland, thank you so much. Give a big hug to everybody. And uh, Biz, sorry, I didn't get to ask your question if Caleb is single. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) But I do appreciate you coming on and talking with us and and being such an inspiration. I think I cry in almost every episode that I watch. And it's but it's moving and emotional and, you know, just very powerful. And I cry every time I see a horse running on screen. (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of tears all right (laughs) amber thank you so much for joining us i hope that we get to talk to you again soon and uh again thanks so much for all of your time no problem thanks for having me on the show that's amber marshall from heartland she was so delightful i love her sorry i was in the zone there. She is so wonderful and delightful and honest and sweet. She's just everything you would hope Amy Fleming would be. Yes. You know? Well, and I, I, uh, if you missed the beginning of that interview, if you tuned in live in the middle of it, then just, uh, you can catch it. We, all of these shows come out as podcasts immediately after. So you can find us at horsesinthemorning.com or on our app at Horse Radio Network. But there was, I was watching the comments on Facebook, on our Facebook page at Horses in the Morning. And Misty said this. She said, I'm listening to Amber talk about how she always saw her life being with horses and dogs and being able to jump on and ride with her husband and thought, me too. And then she said her husband's name was Sean, and I totally geeked out. That's my husband's name. <laughs> so isn't that cool? It's the little things in life. <laughs> Heartland started filming season 11 on May 9th. will premiere in Canada on the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, CBC, in late September or early October. In the U.S., the UP Network is currently airing season 10 on Sundays. You can DVR it, I'm sure. Other networks to air season 10 in the U.S. later this year include CW+. L-E-S-E-A, I have no idea what that one is, Family, Retro, and Heartland Network, appropriately enough. Uh, Netflix will be adding Season 9 very shortly in the United States. Now, I found found the magical unicorn. There's a listener named Hillary who has posted, so, I've never seen an episode of this show. Number one, where have you been? Come on. Yeah, what's wrong with you, Hillary? (laughs) <laughs> Hillary says, I've never seen an episode of the show, but she's so darn likable. I'm going to start this afternoon. Get it, girl. Yay. I'll see you in three months. <laughs> I know we had the writer on back when around Christmas time. And Heather Conkey, yeah. Yeah, we had so her amazing. on around Christmas time. We had a bunch of listeners start listening after that, binge, binge listening on Netflix. So, well, I started listening because we had Heather on. I, I thought I need to do some preparation. This is big. I know our listeners love the show. So I started watching uh, I was just going to watch a couple, Glenn. 
just a couple. And now I remember you I'm, telling me that. Almost to my seventh. Seven hundred episodes later, you're. <laughs> yeah, I know. and now my husband's into it too. He got mad at me the other day. He was like, "What do you mean you watched the season finale of season six without me?" Hey, that so says a back. lot that a lieutenant colonel fighter pilot is into Heartland. <laughs> so. Oh, now I'm in trouble. <laughs> His his no. his street cred is now gone in he the hates pilot's the show. lounge. He hates it. He's too manly for that show. <laughs> That's funny. Well, if you're a new listener, hang on, because after this commercial, we have something we do every Friday that you're going to love. It's the funniest thing we do all week on any of our shows. It's called Really Bad Ads, and uh, I think you're going to want to hang around for that. Plus, we're giving just, away... Just to explain Really yeah. Bad Ads, they're not Really Bad Ads that we wrote. No. These are actual... Real ads that have been posted on Facebook, on Craigslist, somewhere somebody's trying to sell something, and we're going to read the ads as written. That's right. The and way they are is they were reading. Yeah, and we're giving away prizes today, $200 worth of the prizes, uh, right after this word from Ovation. Horse people know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store. Or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward, affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com Before we get to really bad ads, I wanted to remind you, you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. I'm Glenn DeGeek, and with Jamie Jennings and Coach Jen is in the producer chair. We are off next week. We There will be no live shows again until the... 30th of May. So we are on vacation. We will have shows for you, though, on your feeds. We've done some uh, pre-recorded a bunch of shows for all the episodes for all the different shows around the network. Jamie, you have a special one coming up that Heartland fans are going to want to listen to on Monday. I loved doing this interview. I got to sit in the kitchen with Pat Roberts, Monty's wife, and just do a basically an hour of talking about about life from her perspective and drop some. So I, I got, I got the inside skinny on some celebrities that may or may not have been involved in their life. I had and goosebumps I the whole that. episode. I edited it and I had goosebumps yeah. the whole time. <laughs> it's so, in, it's so exciting and interesting to hear her talk about these celebrities that you would just, you just, uh, they're just amazing names, you know, talk See, about basically name, not and... name dropped for an hour and a half. Yeah. I made her do it though. <laughs> yeah, you did. I made her name drop. So, uh, it was really interesting and really exciting to, to be able to do that and to kind of get, you know, th- women ev- behind every good man is a better woman. Let's be honest. You know, you said Jennifer in it's the a, producer it's in my case. She's also your <laughs> wife. <laughs> so behind every good, every good man is an even better woman. And I think that was proven by listening to Pat. It was so 
she's just such a warm, wonderful person. It was a great, it was really fun to do that interview. So that's going to air on Monday. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Glenn decided to take a vacation. That's right. That's so fine. a full week next week, but it, they just, we would just not have live, but look in your feed, your podcast feed or our app for, for all of the episodes for all the different shows. And, and then next weekend I'm taking oh, Zeus yeah. the Mustang to a horse trial. His first going- one. How long well, ago did you get Zeus? Did you adopt Zeus from? I adopted him February of last year. But those who remember, I adopted him and the next day broke my foot. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he has done a couple things uh, and I took him to schooling shows, uh, just jumper shows all, all winter. But this is definitely the culmination of putting everything together and, and getting him out there. And so we'll be at the Coconino Horse Trials next weekend and uh, should be should be exciting. My little wild my little wild Mustang is is and he does show under the name Zeus the Mustang. And for those who want to see him, uh, you can go to Facebook. He and his brother Thor ha- they share a page. So the page is titled Thor the Mustang and Zeus the Mustang. Those are creative. You you a lot of creative juices floating well, that day. I remember I started with just <laughs> Thor and then I got Zeus, so I had to add him. And I wasn't going to manage another Facebook page, so they share one. <laughs> Well, that's great. And one other thing before we go, we have uh, had a bunch of new people sign up this week for the Horse Lovers Cruise. Next February, the 12th, we are leaving out of Miami. If you're a horse person, you like hanging out with other horse people, and you want to take a vacation in the middle of winter, our Canadian listeners especially, we have a lot of those going along, you can come hang out with us on a boat. We're going Royal Caribbean for four nights. You can find all the details about that at horseloverscruise.com. Pay it, I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. The horse trading. All right, let's uh, let's announce what the prizes are that we're going to give away at the end of today's Really Bad Ads. This month, we've got prizes from Smooth Stride Riding Jeans. Woohoo! Smooth Stride riding jeans feature figure-flattering, uber-comfortable design, both in and out of the saddle, with three different inseam lengths available because horse girls come in all sizes. You'll want to wear them in the barn and all day long, and Smooth Stride has their exclusive Colt special to make buying online easy as picking out a hoof. Just go to the SmoothStride.com website and use their handy sizing chart to choose the size and length you want. Pick two sizes from that result and that you will think will work, and Smooth Stride will ship them both to you in a resealable bag and a prepaid return of shipping label. Keep your absolute favorite and pop the other in the prepaid bag, and voila, you are styling in your new Smooth Stride jeans. Horse girl and owner Desiree is always available to help with sizing and fit questions, so don't hesitate to contact her. You can find them all online at smoothstride.com. And our second prize this month is a $50 gift certificate from Kelly Heard Jewelry. Kelly Heard Jewelry offers fine equestrian jewelry, including beautiful necklaces, earrings, pendants, and bracelets of gold and sterling silver set with, set with fine gemstones 
and cubic zirconia. And yes, they have wedding and engagement sets and they are stunning. Each piece of Kelly Heard jewelry is finely crafted with every attention to detail and quality. You can make your choice and know that you're getting the best. Kelly Heard jewelry can be found at fine equestrian retailers across America and online at kellyherdjewelry.com. All right. These are ads that our listeners submitted that they found on Craigslist or Facebook. And we've been doing this for seven years every Friday. It's always our most popular segment. And Jamie, you lead the way. All right. Well, we've got Andrea sent this one in, and this is uh, from Facebook. It's horses for sale. Uh, And, you know, Facebook has all these new rules now where you can't sell animals. Don't sell an animal or give away an animal. So this title is Halter for Sale. $1,000. Free pony included. (laughs) Halter for adoption. Free pony included. This dingy old halter has been hanging around being useless for some time now, so I'd like to see it move on to someone that can enjoy it. It is or was purple in color with a cute floral print and breakaway crown, but it's seen better days. Included with the adoption of this halter is a free pony. <laughs> Unlike the halter, this pony, Celia, is pretty Young and does a lot more than hang around the barn all day. Celia is a 10-year-old quarter pony mare standing at 13-2. She is sound, sane, and vice-free, does well in a staller living out in a mixed herd. Celia rides well in the arena but is primarily a trail horse. She is not a child's pony. (laughs) This girl is responsive and has a go button that would leave an unsuspecting child in the dust. (laughs) She is a good pony, but more in the working ranch sense than Packer School. That, 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 that sentence has a word. Bolt. She is a bolt. <laughs> She's a bolt. She bolts. She's sensitive, Glenn. She's sensitive. <laughs> the adoption fee for this halter is $1,000 firm. If you're interested in giving this halter a good home, please contact me via messenger or email. References and contract required. I'd hate to see this halter end up in the auction circuit or rotting away somewhere. <laughs> You're going to hear another one later in the show with the people getting creative because of Facebook rules, I think. <laughs> I think you're going to like them. Okay. Well, well, next up, we have Lisa. Now, we also encourage our listeners, they get double the entries for our prizes every month if they send in their own recording of the really bad ad. And here we have Lisa, who sent in one about a gentle mule. Hello, my name is Trooper. My mom thought it would be good if I read this very bad ad. No punctuation. <laughs> Four-year-old broke gentle mule for sale, $400, Olive Hill, Eastern Kentucky. This mule is very common, gentle, and I've rode him many times, and so is my five-year-old nephew. He has been shooting easy to catch. He's never been on a real big, long ride because I'm too big to ride him for long distances. He's good with other animals. He's never tried to kick no one looking to train for saddle horse OBO, open to all trades. My name is Zach, and this is my mom's number. If I'm not around, she knows all about the mule. <laughs> well wow. done, trooper. <laughs> By the way, can I just no throw in? No punctuation is hard. Can I just throw in what a cool name for a kid trooper is? That's a cool <laughs> guy name. I would I name Trooper. I like that well. name. Good job. Uh, Elizabeth sent this one in. Alabama Horse Lovers Facebook. Oh, this is from the Alabama Horse Lovers Facebook. Sorry. I got this horse from an old man. He is very scared and he has a bad leg. Wait a minute. The man or the horse? I don't know. I got this horse from an old man. He's very scared. And he has a bad leg. I'm not sure. Vet said his leg is fissable. I'm assuming it's a horse. Uh, he is very hard to catch. I am looking for him for a new home. Not in any hurry to. 
but looking for him somewhere for him to just be a pastor pretty. Wow, this is written so well. Now, now the people that give him to the old man say he was broke to ride, and he was riding him. I have to put a saddle on him. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say this horse is broke. <laughs> oh okay, that's God. a really bad ad. I really have no idea what I just read. It was very hard well, to read, too. The problem is, Glenn, you got to read this. This is Alabama. Uh, okay. Oh, this is Alabama. That's where you messed I up is because you didn't do it in a Southern I accent. It and it makes sense accent. if you speak Southern. Like, here, I'll tell you. Want me to read it to yeah, you? Yeah, read it to me. And maybe I can get it a second time. All right. Well, I got this horse from an old man. He's very scared. And he's got a bad leg. That said, the leg is fixable, but he's very hard to catch. So I'm looking for him a new home. Not in any hurry to, but looking for somewhere for him to just be a pasture pretty. Now, <laughs> the people that give him to the old man said he was broke to ride. They was riding him. I put a saddle on him, but I wouldn't say this horse is broke. Oh, you know, that sounded much better. Very well done. It did make more sense. It did. It made sense. <laughs> Perfect. You've got to read it as Alabama, Alabama style. Okay. <laughs> All right, Scott's well in the next one, yeah. and this is he, Scott is one of my favorite bad ad submitters. So take a listen. Hey, this is Scott again. Marissa found this ad for an Appaloosa mare, and she asked me to read it to do it justice. The ad's for an Appaloosa mare for three hundred dollars in Amelia, Virginia. Apparently, we and would. The uh, mare is a pretty girl. I got some throwing some side ad in the second picture, but let's get to the ad. I attempted to rehome with this mare not long ago, which ended up not working out, so she is now as backup for availability. However, this time I'm not offering her for free. I'm asking for a very small, reasonable price, $300. This is what I paid for this horse, so I'd like to at least get what I paid for her back. Take it or leave it. I had too many people last time who I could tell really had no interest in wanting her for any reason other than just getting a free animal to flip for profit. So if you intend to flip her for profit instead of making use of this horse, which is what I hope for, at least I'll get what I paid for her back first. Anyways, she is a 15-year-old registered Appaloosa mare. She just turned 15 a few days ago. She is blind in her left eye, so please understand this. No current Coggins. Sweet horse, but his buddy sour. Can get nervous at times on the ground. Don't do well in a ring. Needs work. But has been an amazing trail horse. Anytime we've taken this horse out on trails, she has never gotten nervous or spooky. Has been traffic safe. Never bolted or act up in any way. The only problem is she only wants to follow along. It's difficult to try to get her to go in any other direction or pick up speed without guidance of another horse. I've never had her rear or do any serious bucking with me, but did what I would call bunny buck once when we had someone try her out. <laughs> I personally don't take this as something serious being I grew up with a horse who would always do this at least once when ridden, then afterwards be the most perfect horse in the world. But some bunny people bucket. have different opinions. Bunny <laughs> if you want more information, feel free to contact me at this number. If interested, come check her out. Take a ride. No hauling is offered. You must pick up. Please don't waste my time texting and asking if I still have her, or asking if prices firm, or asking questions and then never responding back, or just wasting my time. Period. If you have no serious interest, if ad is up, I have her. If you can't afford three hundred, you can't afford owning a horse. And if you want to ask questions with no serious interest, find an online chat to conversate with someone else. <laughs> oh my god! I just chose. <laughs> you can't afford a horse. You can't, and he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that ad is absolutely right. You can't afford 300 You shouldn't have a horse. Oh, my God. That was funny. Okay. Oh, I got Scott, my you're back, still man. in there. 
Thanks, buddy. Patty, Patty said this. Looking to trade or sell my 14-year-old paint. She is registered. She needs a little work broke out when she was six and she crow ups. Oh, God. It's all, uh, all one sentence. Let me start over. She's registered. She needs a little work broke out when she was six and she crow up sometimes. But once you get her, though, it's she's a dream. She's very lovable. She probably would be pretty good as a broodmare if that's something you're into. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ad. Somebody is selling a horse with that ad. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, next one is our trailer of the week. Every week we put up a really bad trailer. <laughs> oh my god! Um, this one, and we'll post this picture. We'll post this picture on our Facebook page too. At Horses in the Morning, it's a. It's sent in by Alexandra, who found a two horse slant load trailer, which looks like a lot of the other two horse slant loads trailers that we have on here. Oh my god! They went thirty five hundred dollars for this. What? Okay, so it's a two horse slant with like a big back door, but it's a stock side trailer with the little round front windows in the front but there's something incredibly unique about this trailer <laughs> <Incredibly>. something special <laughs> they painted it rainbow colors it's uh it's painted in sections from top to bottom and they got a pretty uh, sky blue wait. a bright sun yellow a wonderful purple color oh wait a minute the other side is three different colors Oh no! Both are sides are different. <laughs> the other side has a pretty dark blue, and then a pretty dark purple, and a pretty darker blue, and a greenish on one side. Wow! And this is not. This is fancy paint, y'all. This fancy paint. It's kind of spray paint. Yeah, it's kind of neon it's kinda, too. Yeah, they only had yeah. one one can of each color, so that's what they yeah. went with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they spray, they're like just spray as much as you can. <laughs> just spray as much as you can. We'll just move on. Oh hell, hold on. Let me look. Wait, I got some yellow. I got yellow. Here, do yellow next. All okay, right, this is on. psychedelic. This has to be Cal- uh, California or West Coast. Up, oh, yep, Portland, Oregon, right there. <laughs> Why is there an orange safety cone on the hitch? I don't know. That's because she out. listened to she listened to Michelle Barr's handy dandy tip on backing your trailer up and getting it hitched easily. Well, let's put a safety cone so you can line up the hitch. Yes, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea, actually. Listen to Horse Tip Daily, Glenn. Come on. That's Jennifer's show, (laughs) horsetipdaily.com. Prince Teton Farm sent this one in. Horse Mare, $1,200 in Dry Ridge. I have a Draft Mare, TWH Horse, Nice Gators Mare. Up to date, she's a big mare, 14 and a half hands tall. Is for beginners, I have put a six-year-old on her. Ten years old. Reason is selling too slow for me, and I like fast horses. I want a, <laughs> I want a barrel horse, but will not trade. Uh, we'll go lower, but not lower than a thousand dollars. Okay, if you're gonna put, I went to sales school for a long time, and I taught sales for a long time. If you're gonna put in the ad, I will not go lower than a thousand dollars. Just put a thousand dollars. You know what, y'all? Here's the deal. Yeah. I'm selling something for sixty eight hundred dollars, but I will not take lower than twelve hundred. Yep, that's right. Guaranteed you're selling that for twelve hundred dollars. Who's uh, gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> I'll pay sixty eight hundred. I'll give you sixty eight hundred. Sold. Uh, well, that's All funny. right, Casey, Casey Berger sent in the next one. She read it herself. This is utility object and it comes from Facebook. Yeah, this takes a minute to start here. Casey. Hi everybody, this is Casey, and I have a really bad ad. 
This is from Lawrenceville, Illinois, and it is a Facebook ad. All my horse posts have been taken down from all groups by Facebook. Maybe this will get past them. If I'm missing anything or you're interested, let me know, lol. I have a 2012-2013 model multi-purpose 4x4 utility object. It is built right, but needs a little work. Has a little buck when not worked enough. Has low miles and lots of power. Roughly 14.2 excrement of measure to the seating platform. <laughs> Goes anywhere you point out. Tank stays full on air. I don't have the title. Pick in the comments. 1200 or best offer. Trade Bridgeport, Illinois. People are really trying to get around this thing. <laughs> they really are. I didn't know they were actively taking the post down. I knew I they didn't said either. they were going to, but apparently they are. Wow. Uh, I didn't either. Well read, Casey. That was funny. All right. Well written, too. Yeah. The next one is, uh, I can't, I don't know who sent this one in. Somebody at CenturyTel.net. Self-propelled lawnmower for sale. Again, this whole Facebook thing is providing us with a lot of entertainment. Several different speed settings, brand new models. Colt QH 2017 and Champagne White. <laughs> Manufactured 313 2017. No mechanical issues. <laughs> Comes with the original user's manual. Takes grass down to the root. Tends to leave behind weeds and fertilizer. Will be cleared to leave factory in July or August timeframe. <laughs> Built to maneuver in tight spaces, quick turns, and has extra seating accessories that can be added for riding comfort. Accessories must be installed following a two to three year break in period for best results. <laughs> <laughs> Located in Pennsylvania with shipping and handling available in the continental United States. If you think this might be the lawnmower for you, follow us on Facebook to see other manufactured lawnmowers in custom color. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny we're gonna end on that today <laughs> thank you so much to uh to the listener that sent that in wow that's funny you know we might need a whole section now just for creative facebook uh, get around ads i know right <laughs> i think it's gonna become a new regular segment on the show that's funny well thank you everybody for tuning in today we really appreciate you joining us <laughs> Oh, we got to do our, uh, wait a prizes? minute. We have prizes? to do our prizes and prizes? Our, our picks for Preakness. Prizes and picks? Glad all right. Out of here. Prizes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go on a vacation next. So, all right. Our prizes. We're giving away the Smooth Stride riding jeans, and we have to pick a number between what and what? Uh, let me get to the bottom of the list here. It's between one and uh, 299. One and 299. And Jamie, do the honors. 99. 99. Number 99. Number 99. Winner of the Smooth Stride Riding Jeans in the size that fits you best is Rachel Zent. Ding, ding, ding. Yay, Rachel. Good job. That's $150 value. So well done, Rachel. And you're going to love these. Jennifer loves hers. Jamie wears hers all the time. All of our hosts at the Horse Radio Network use Smooth Stride Riding Jeans. And we thank Desiree and everybody over there for donating those this month. And then Kelly Heard Jewelry coming up next, a $50 gift card pick whatever you want the finest jewelry in the horse world pick a number between one and 298 jamie oh one wow that's never happened before drive all the way to the top of the list and on the top of the list elizabeth york with an e at the end yay elizabeth well done elizabeth good job 
Oh my gosh. I wish I would have seen Kelly, her jewelry before I got it engaged. He has been like, I want this one. (laughs) Stunning. Oh my gosh. Even I like that stuff and I'm not a jewelry person. Yeah. It's some nice stuff. And we're going to have, he was so kind Kelly from Kelly Heard jewelry. Yes, there is a Kelly Heard, uh, is, has donated six of those $50 gift certificates for the, so for the next five months, we're going to have one of those for really bad ads. Uh, we, we thank him a bunch. You're going to have to submit some ads, Jamie. All right, I will. All right, Preakness is tomorrow. We can't forget the second biggest race in the United States happens tomorrow. It's going to be on TV, NBC. Check it out. The racing starts this afternoon. There is coverage on NBC, uh, their cable station, so uh, check that out there. And we always do our picks before the big races. Now, we're not even going to be back to talk about it, but... We'll talk about it when we eventually get back, and then we'll be talking about... I'll Obama. send you taunting <laughs> Facebook messages while you're on your I am sure you me. will. <laughs> and I'll get them all at one time. They'll become 55. Now, here's, here's the thing. There's 10 horses in the race, and what we usually do is we pick three. Like, we do a trifecta-type bet. So I'll pick three, Jen will pick three, and Glenn will pick three, which leaves one left over if we don't pick each other's picks and that is officially going to be the winner winner yep. yes, that's, right. that's the one you <laughs> want to put a thousand dollars in the morning yeah 10 yeah. horses we pick nine the 10th is going to win if you're a new so, listener i have to give a disclaimer we are not responsible for your losses because we lose more than you ever will so I um i had to remove the betting app from my phone yeah her husband uh, was okay. about to divorce her yep. it was it got pretty ugly yeah, yeah. I had Still to give her a raise about. just to cover the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I needed help. <laughs> so All right, this Jennifer, is, yeah. who is your, your top threes? This is for the Preakness stakes happens a set tomorrow. And uh, we just need some picks. I have, and I'm, and I'm going to, what do they call that? Box it or whatever. So they can come in in any order. Cause that's the only way I've got any snowballs chance of winning. So I've got multiplier and I've got cloud computing and I've got, Senior investments. I'm picking all those math-related horses. I'm not going with Hence because if I pick him, he will not win. Yeah. So you're really going math. You you had a math theme this time. Yes. The girl that flunked math class all the way through high school has a math (laughs) theme going here. That's right. (laughs) Tempting fate. Um, I am going with Always Dreaming in the one spot. I'm going Gunavera. I got to stick with the Venezuelan connections whole thing. It's just too good, and I have to stick with it. And then I was going to do Classic Empire, but then I realized, and I forgot, that cloud computing. I'm a geek. There's no way I can't add cloud computing. And, you know, Classic Empire, What? Yeah, he's a loser. So I'm going with cloud computing. <laughs> Always dreaming Gunavera cloud computing. Okay. Well, all right. I had cloud computing as my third because I love Chad Brown, the trainer, but I've got to pick something else because both you guys picked it and I'm definitely not going to win. <laughs> uh, so my, my first, as much as I want always dreaming to win because I love the thought of the Belmont being exciting. I think classic empire is going to win this one. Oh. Julian LaPeru is the jockey. So I'm going to go now. This is a trifecta box. So I can get these in any order, but it's classic empire, always dreaming. And dang, if I don't have to pick a third place horse now, because y'all picked Chad Brown's horse and now I got to fix something else. Let's see. This is how I pick them. I'm going to go with conquest. Mo money. Conquest. Mo money. Yeah. Why not? I thought Uh, you would have gone, but looking at Lee who actually, well, you know, didn't do too bad. 
Uh, no, I know, I know, but I didn't want you to like give me a hard time for just picking the top three. Ah, got so it. I had to get, I had to get crazy. So when when Conquest Mo Money comes in and comes in third place, you're gonna be like, oh my god, what did you see in that horse? You're amazing. That's how it's gonna go. And I just uh, before, okay, we'll see when we get back. <laughs> waiting for that one you were listening we'll see i before we go there is something heartfelt that i really want to do and it's thank our listeners our auditors you know leslie wiley's been coming on this show for what since we started i think since day one six years every monday from Horse Nation, spending a half an hour with us every Monday. She's become part of our family here at the she Horse Radio Network. She does not get Network. paid. She does not get paid a dime to come on our show. Never has. Because of my taunting, she elected this year to do the Mongol Derby, which is the longest horse race in the world. It is a thousand kilometers of eating local food, uh, riding wild Mongolian ponies, People fall off, people get hurt, people get life flighted out of this thing. And she did this because I taunted her, and then she got to thinking, well, you know what? I'm going to do this. If Glenn believes in me, I need to believe in me more, and I need to do it. And she did it. She did a fundraising campaign that we just announced, what, once on this show, right? Uh, Last week, or Wednesday. I think it was just Wednesday we announced it. And it's $13,000 to enter. It's like $2,000 for the flight. It's another couple thousand dollars in expenses. It's expensive to do. Her her connections, you know, she works with Horse Nation and Eventing Nation over there. They did support her and put put up a lot of money for this. But then she had to raise the rest herself. She is not a rich girl. She's a poor eventer like Jamie and the rest of the poor eventers. She's Um, horse poor, too. She's got like three horses boarded. Yep. So we did this, and I got to tell you the gratitude. She just did a long post, and I can't read it. It's too long, and it make me cry. Uh, long post on our auditor page. But we've had listeners donate up to $300. Mary, I'm not going to say your last name, but Mary, what you wrote and what you did for her made me cry. Um, so thank you to all of you. You know, I'd say 80% of the money that has been donated over there for, were from, was from listeners. She's up to about $3,000. And you guys really do step up. And uh, it just warms my heart. It's awesome. Yeah. I love you guys. Well, I've got a basset hound sitting on my feet right now that wouldn't be here if, if uh, our listeners hadn't funded his GoFundMe and saved his life. So they're all awful special to me, too. Love you guys. Well, thank you, everybody. And Leslie... Keep rocking, girl. Get training. Now you just don't go out there and embarrass us, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We'll you see y'all. See y'all Monday. All right, Spain.